Hey, good day, Atlantic entrepreneurs. This is Joey Steven once again with the second podcast of the Manpower series. This podcast deals with AIPP or the Atlantic Immigration Pilot. A quick recap of what we are doing. The four podcasts in this series deals with the regulation aspect of AIPP and they are number one, being designated. Number two, getting the endorsement. Number three, work permit. And the fourth one and the last one will be the permanent residence. And these are the four podcasts which are going to come out for the regulation side of it. We are going to talk about endorsement in this podcast. We have seen several employers designate themselves and then nothing happens. This podcast and your subsequent interaction with Polensis or my organization could change that. This is probably the time for it. Okay, now, after you have been approved as a designated employer, and if you do not have, um, or if you have advertised locally, and if you did not find a suitable candidate locally, a Canadian permanent residence, resident or a citizen, then you have the option to recruit internationally. And you may have to justify such hiring. The province would certainly want to see evidence of your local advertising so that they can be convinced that you attempted to hire locally before you are attempting to hire someone from overseas. When you apply for endorsement, you will have to provide the province with the following. Number one, completed offer letter of employment to the foreign uh, national in the national form, which includes the signatures of the signing officer of your business and the foreign national. Number two, detailed job description and supporting documents. Number three, copies of advertisements and or other evidence of recruitment for that position locally. Number four, a completed needs assessment, including the resulting individualized settlement plan. Completed by a designated immigrant settlement service. Uh, it's a provider uh, or an organization for each, the principal applicant, that means the recruit, and any accompanying family members. This is quite elaborate. But if you seek our assistance, we can get this completed. It's not rocket science. It is easily achievable. Number five, your employment contract with your recruit. Number six, your job postings which you took um, uh, to recruit locally. You have to justify that. Uh, it could be any form of advertising, whether it could be a digital advertising online or it could be a news ad, uh, newsprint uh, advertising or any type of advertising uh, you have um, uh, put forth in trying to recruit locally. Number seven, if the recruit is in Canada, you should provide his or her current proof of status. 
It could be a work permit or a study permit or even a visitor visa. Number eight, anything to establish that the applicant is in the process of applying for permanent residence. Your immigration consultant, if you're dealing with one, or if you're using our services, you will have this information right away. Number nine, there are some strategic approaches here and we would like to discuss them, uh, but I'm going to retain that for my final podcasts, which will deal with, um, uh, you know, approaches and stuff like that. Okay, now try to hire someone who has a similar experience in skills you are looking for to fill. If uh, in case you're hiring someone whose skills differ from the skills you post, you are uh, you may have to provide an explanation as to why this is so. Uh, also, an open disclosure is, mu- is a must. If you're using the services of an immigration consultant or a recruiter to hire your recruit, then it must also be disclosed to the province at this time. Okay, now, employers must receive the provincial designation to participate in the Atlantic immigration pilot, which as we discussed was the first step. Once designated, employers must complete uh, the application form for endorsement. It is a separate form uh, and it has to be submitted to the province uh, for each principal applicant or each recruit under the AIPP or the Atlantic immigration pilot. If this endorsement application is approved, the employer will be required to enter uh, an agreement with the province prior to the issuance of an endorsement. Uh, When recruiting a foreign professional, it is in the employer's interest that the applicant has completed the following. Okay, so you must make sure um, or try to select an applicant who has Number one, his or her credential evaluation done. This process allows you to determine if the foreign educational qualifications of your recruit is equivalent to the Canadian educational system. You do not want to consider any recruit who does not meet the equivalence of a Canadian secondary school education at the bare minimum. Number two, It is also advisable that the applicant has completed his or her English or French language exams and meet the minimum benchmark. If you recruit somebody who is not uh, then able to, uh, (coughs) I'm sorry, not then able to complete his um, uh, language exams, then he could not qualify for permanent residence. And uh, at the end of the one year work permit, Uh, he may not be able to work for you again. Number three, ensure that your recruit meets the work experience criteria for the relevant NOC, uh, um, NOC, they say NOC, or in other words, has at least one year prior work experience in the relevant job. There are exceptions and this is not the norm. But you can always, if you find a a candidate or a recruit exceptionally good and you're, you know, uh, 
you would like to justify why you would like to hire him or her, that is also acceptable. From the above, credential evaluations and English or French language exams are important uh, because it determines eligibility for permanent residence. AIPP uh, is only open for employers who recruit employees or who recruit uh, individuals who qualify for permanent residence. The endorsement process is also not challenging. This is a process uh, I'm just going to list the process in a nutshell. Number one, employer connects uh, recruit with a settlement service provider. If you have an immigration consultant assisting you, then this stage is done by them. Number two, candidate obtains a settlement plan uh, after discussing it with the uh, settlement provider organization. This um, is developed by the settlement organization after a needs assessment is made on the candidate by that organization. Number three, candidates submit a settlement plan to the employer uh, or the employer's representative. Number four, employer completes provincial endorsement application. If the employer is seeking assistance uh, of an immigration consultant, then this stage is also an easy process. Uh, if doing by yourself, do not forget to identify the right NOC code, the job title, and the matching job descriptions for the recruit you are planning to hire. Search for national occupation classification or just search for NOC codes on the website canada.ca. Number five, once the form is submitted to the province, the province reviews it. And if the application is approved, the province sends the recruit the endorsement letter. Well, these are the steps. Okay, we are all in a forced break at this time because uh, of the current uh, epidemic. However painful it may be, this could be the time to allow entrepreneurs to come up with new ideas and approaches. Canada has the benefit of using the best global talent and Atlantic employers are blessed with the unique pilot program which if utilized well may see good results. If you have any questions feel free to email andrea at polincis.ca a-n-d-r-e-a at p-o-l-i-n-s-y-s the next podcast will be about the next stage, which is the work permit stage. Please stay tuned and thank you for listening. Adios.